to WTF Spiritual Journey. I am Michelle Marshall, owner of Social Geek Marketing, and I'm here with my very good friend, Tara Stricker, owner of TSW Life Coaching. And our podcast is all about our journeys to spiritual awakening and understanding the universe. So let the adventure begin. Hey, Tara. Hey, Michelle. How's it going? Good. How are you? Good. Um, super stoked for today's show. I am so excited for today. We have a wonderful guest, Angelique, who is, I'm going to call her a fun expert, which yes. so excites me because I'm not sure if you listened, but a couple episodes ago, I talked about how this is my new challenge mm-hmm. and how I was really struggling with that. Mm-hmm. So I'm super excited that she's going to come teach me to play. Yeah. Welcome. 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 Hi. How are you? I'm awesome. I'm fantastic. (laughs) Fantastic. I love it. That should be the theme for today's show. That's what we'll call it. Fantastic. Fantastic. (laughs) I love it. Okay. So do you want to tell us a little bit kind of what you do and how you incorporate fun into your everyday life? And help help others incorporate fun into their everyday lives. And before you say that, I just want to say, knowing you... She always has this like just fun energy mm, and mm-hmm. yeah, you just feel it when you're with her. So definitely someone who we can learn from. So yes. go ahead. Yeah. Tell us a little bit. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I um I have this fun energy now, but it hasn't always been that way. <laughs> so but um we'll get to that in a minute. But right, uh how I help people to laugh is just learning how to let go of all of those expectations as being an adult. When we're an adult, we have to be responsible. We have to do all these things. So when I teach people how to laugh for no reason, I just say to them, put that like on the shelf. You know it's there and you can get to it. But what you need to do is just be present right now in this moment and allow yourself to just connect with that inner child that's inside of you. They're screaming. They want to play. We were born to play. We were born to be creative, but we become what society puts us in this box as being an adult. And this is what you have to do when you're an adult. You're not allowed to do this because you're an adult. Mm -hmm. And we need to let that go. And we have to find a safe place to do that. So often that's in our homes. It's a safe place or at the office or wherever that is. It's a safe place for you just to let go. And even if it's just for a short time, it really helps to release stress, um, anxiety. It helps aid in depression, which I'll talk about in a minute. Mm-hmm. Um, it really creates that playfulness, which then creates creativity in the way that we um, can look at situations that happen in our lives. And instead of being reactive to them, we can be proactive. We can really think that we're not reacting to that situation. We're really going to process how how that situation can show how it's showing up in our lives and how we can deal with that situation and that's what laughter yoga can do for you or laughter yeah that's interesting i didn't realize there was a connection between how you process and how you react so that's really cool Mm -hmm. Um, well i i had a situation happen my um my stepdad was sick and so my mom called me up and told me and the old me say maybe 10 years ago would have got off the phone and I would have been like, I'm going to Ontario right now. You get me a ticket to my husband. And I would have just been like, Rawr! and the <laughs> new me was like, wow. Um, so pops is not doing well. And this is what's going on. And 
So how can I show up for them the best that I can be right now where I am in my life? How can I show up the best for them to help them through this? And that is by me staying here in my home where I know I have the support that I need. I can call them every day. I can set things up for them to help with Ontario, like whatever that is, I can help that way. But me going there and being there, I don't have support. So I, through the laughter and through that, because when I got off the phone, I said to my husband, you're just going to have to give me a minute before I tell you what's going on. I got to go play. I got to go have some laughter time. And then I was like, oh, now I, I can think that. clearly how to deal with this situation. Whereas before I would have reacted right away. And this is the answer. I don't care what you say to me. That's not, that's not the right way. We're doing it this way because that's how I'm dealing with it. But when I play, I allow myself to just release and get into the better, clearer frame of mind. And then I reacted differently and realized that no, I'm better off here where I'm supported and then I can support them the best way I can from where I am right now. So it helps with that. For me, it helps with that process. Yeah. I love that. And I, I mean, I mean, you brought it up at the beginning. It's being in that present moment, um, which is definitely something I've worked with. Haven't done the play thing, <laughs> I'll admit it. <laughs> yeah. Or not very well, anyhow. Um, but I love that. And I love that you take that time because so many people just go into that automatic, you know, like what you said, you would be automatically, you'd be, okay, we need to go, we need to do this now. And you, you know, that wouldn't have been healthy for anyone involved. Um, it sounds like so by giving yourself that time and that permission to play it like allowed you to come to what was best for you the authentic you rather than the the beliefs and the this is what we should have done yeah so okay exactly. I, I, I've got a question and I love this too I think this is fantastic I'm so fascinated um so let's talk what is play it's like, it doesn't have to be a traditional definition but like what is play? What what do you consider time out to do? Like, is it just laughing? Is it you know I'm gonna color a coloring book? Like what what do you how do you define it? You guys are like robots. <laughs> You're talking to me. It was very robotic. I couldn't, get a clear, I couldn't get a clear question out of that. I was trying really hard though. <laughs> I, I guess how would you define play? How do I define play? So play yeah. is really about um, letting go of our expectations of what society wants us to be and to really connect with our inner child, our authentic self, to get back to that imagination and that creativity and that childlike form. Um, we were all born with creativity. We were all born without all of these beliefs. And then throughout our lives, these beliefs become this like, you know, this book of what is, well, that's what we believe and that's the truth. And so really just allowing that to just be like, okay, I know it's there and I can put that on the shelf or I can close the door and put it behind the closet, whatever that is. And I can let that go and that's there. And I know I can go back to it at any time, but I'm going to allow myself to just be present right now and to just be whimsical and fun and just let go. And, and it's not natural at first. It's weird for us as adults to do that. But the more that you do it, the more comfortable you become and the more, um, I'm gonna say easy, but I'm not sure if that's really the right word. The more it becomes just less of a, of a, a forced thing. It's not really forced even, it's, it's like a fake it till you make it. And I know you said that in one of your last episodes too. Um, you said, 
not a term that you want to live by. Um, but um, we say often in laughter yoga, when I'm doing my classes and facilitating, I say, fake it till you make it. Just even if you can't allow yourself to get there, just be present in whatever's happening around us and just hear the laughter and hear the joy and, and participate as best that you can. And then the more that you do it, the, the easier it becomes. And so um, faking it till you make it is, is a good term to use for laughter yoga because you don't want to live like that authentically, but it is a great way to, to help with that barrier between adult and childlike play. I think it's almost because I think, well, I mean, and I'll talk about my experience. I think for me, it's because I've disconnected so much from play that it's um, that fake it till you make it the way you're saying it is not be fake, but it's almost like, I don't even know what it is. So I have to kind of like stretch my comfort zone and I have to try it and then find what works for me. Um, and that's what I take it as from your example. Yeah exactly and like don't put a label on it like just because we're adults doesn't mean that we can't play like we we put labels on everything and and you know um you talked about that in an episode with uh, i think it was tanisha um she talked about putting labels on things and that's exactly it you don't want to put labels on it you don't want to as soon as we put a label on it we have this like box and that's what we're in yeah. so just, just mm. be just don't don't be like well i need to know what this is just let it go and just be present. Yeah. That has it. totally got me like, what? What? Fear <laughs> <laughs> starts it's, rising. It's just like this, my friend. <laughs> um, um, but I was going to say, I know when I started thinking about, um, because I'm definitely a processor, and I was like, mm -hmm. hey, I need to bring play into my life. I want to bring play into my life, not need to. I want to. Um, mm -hmm. How do I do it? And the only thing I could think of as an adult. I don't know if you're gonna like this question or not but <laughs> michelle always drops bombs on me so i'm gonna drop one on you the only way i could think of when i played was when i would drink yeah oh and um not that i have a drinking problem not that i did it all the time but it's almost like that lowered my whatever so that i could just play and i would dance and i would laugh and you know and so i feel like that's maybe what a lot of adults do to play because they think that's the only way they can so any thoughts on that well, it's very true. Um, when we do drink or have any substance that can alter who we are, we allow ourselves to let that guard down. We allow ourselves to just be. And then at the end of the day, who needs to be responsible for those choices? I was drinking. Oh, well, like, you know, and we just put it off on something else. We're not always necessarily responsible for those choices. Right. And we allow ourselves to just be and whatever it is we just don't we blame it on something else right so it is it is very true that is a time for us as adults to be playful and um to let that guard down but we're not being authentic with who we are right we're 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 putting this mask on and saying well it's that was well yeah because i had a few drinks i got to whatever right but yeah. if you did that without any drinks like the feeling that you would get is so much more euphoric than when you do it when you're drinking because when you're drinking you're just doing it because it's it's you're drinking and whatever you're not getting that same feeling inside of you happiness lives within us it doesn't live without it out out there in the world we can't go and get a new car and get a new house and get a new new t-shirt and that makes us happy no it's uh we try it's, <laughs> it's not it's not happiness and so um when we drink we think that that's making us happy but really it's, we're not being authentic to who, who we are for sure. 
And I absolutely agree. And that's why I kind of, that's why I didn't, but that was my first thought. I was like, when do I play? When do I play? When do I feel like I'm having fun? And that was the only time that I let that guard down, but you're right. And then every time, because it's not authentic, every time you finish, like when you wake up the next morning, you're like, oh, I made an ass myself. Because you didn't make the choice to play like, and like you said, be there and be in that moment. You made the choice to drink and then that brought out that in you. So, yeah. So tell us about your upcoming, which I'm joining and I told you on the phone yesterday is giving me like anxiety. When I feel fear, I know that I need to do it. So that's why I'm like, okay, I'm super excited about this, but super anxious about it too. So it, I know it's good for me. <laughs> it's going to be so good for you. It's going to help because I know you had said, you know, you're learning how to play. Um, it's, you're feeling really super stressed about it. But I'm so proud that you are taking the step to step into that fear and to step into this unknown, because that's really a lot of what laughter is as adults as well. When we don't have that substance that's helping us be that, when we're just being authentic with who we are and connecting with our inner child, and we're stepping into that, it's we're stepping out of our comfort zone. Our comfort zone is this area that we're, that we're stuck in, and that's how we adult, and that's how we do things. And when we step out of it, it feels really uncomfortable in our body in certain places. So I'm so proud that you are able to, to take that step and be part of this. So I have a five-day, um, I call it Permission to play, Be Playful. It's a five-day event. It starts um, on August 17th and goes to the 21st. And it's from 12.15 to 12.30. And every day is a little bit different. We're going to dive a little deeper into laughter yoga and then how to laugh and how to play as adults. And um, it's, you can find all that information on my Facebook page, Awaken Personal Enlightenment. There's an event there, so go through, check out the event. If it's something that resonates with you or piques your curiosity, then you can join the, the Giggle Gals group, and that's where the event will happen. And um, I'm really excited to be able to play with, with a bunch of women. That's who my focus is, is when I work, it's really focusing on women, because I, as a woman, um, was very lost in finding and being able to giggle being having to wear all these different hats and all these different things so i really feel that um that's why i focus specifically on women not that laughter yoga isn't for all ages and all you know all genders whatever it is but my specific for me it is is women so yeah and it sounds like you've been through that journey so you have that understanding and you're an expert by trial yes. <laughs> is that what it is? yeah yeah i um I'll tell you a little bit of my story. So I've, I fought with depression um, since I was a little girl, not really knowing what that was because there was no label on it when I was younger. It was just, I'm feeling blue. I got a lot of crap going on in my life. You know, I'm living in this dysfunction and I'm just trying to keep my head above water and survive. And then, you know, became an adult and my life was awesome. I, I'm married, I have two beautiful little children, I have things that are going great. And then I started taking on all the responsibilities of a mother. You know, I worked, I had to take care of the house, I cooked suppers, I was the PTA, you know, vice president, I was the volleyball coach, I was the basketball coach, I was the soccer coach, I was the, you know, you need a volunteer to cook you six dozens of cookies, I'm it, like, it doesn't matter if I stay up till one in the morning, I'm doing it, like, I was everything to everybody, but nothing to myself. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden, rock bottom came, and it was like, crash. And I was just like, man. I am like lost. And um, so then I ended up quitting my job and 
staying at home for a few months. And then my husband took me on to work with him. And then uh, what that was, was a lot of um, like factory work. So it was a lot of the same repetition every day, every day. And it gave me a lot of time to think. And I spent a lot of time in my thoughts and in what it was that I was missing in my life and why I was feeling this this weight of this darkness on top of me. Like, what the heck is it? Like, I just can't seem to get out of this funk. And I realized that laughter was the one thing that my house was always full of. And because I was being a miserable, pardon my language, but bit miserable bitch. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's really what I was. I was just, oh, mm-hmm. I was just like, anybody look at me the wrong way I'd be like you know punch you right in the head like I was just so angry so much toxin inside of me and it just all of a sudden came up and then I just like when I crashed it was like oh my gosh I I can't do this anymore like what is it laughter 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 just kept coming up kept coming up I thought okay I gotta figure out how to get my laugh back I just can't do it like and then I um I sent I seen this laughter yoga program and I thought oh whatever I'll try it. And uh, so I tried it and I was like, well, oh, that's weird. No, I don't know. I'm like watching the guy laugh and I'm like, well, I don't really, I'm not laughing, but okay, that's whatever. And so a little bit more research, I realized that there was no place in Medicine Hat for me to do this. Closest mm-hmm. place Calgary. Couldn't really go to Calgary for a one hour class. So I decided to take the training. Took the training, not because I was going to teach anybody else, but it was for my own personal growth because yeah. I needed to find out how to laugh again. So when I say this, um, when I say laughter yoga saved my life, I don't say it lightly because it really, it really had that big of an impact on me. It really did. It saved my life. Once I learned how to laugh, no reason. Mm -hmm. Thank you for sharing that. Because I think that's a lot of people's, I think a lot of people are at that place right now, especially with what we've just gone through in the world, are feeling that, you know, that heaviness, that what is going on? Like, I'm just not happy. I've got the job. Like you said, got the job, got the car, got the white picket fence still not happy. And I think a lot of people are starting to find that searching. And so we talked about in one of our shows how there's mm-hmm. so many entry points into this personal spiritual journey. Mm-hmm. And so it sounds like yours was that you had that time to think and go, yeah, what do I need? And I love that it was laughter because you have the most infectious laughter I've heard. So. <laughs> yes, yes, you do. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Through my journey, I realized, because it is a whole journey, and, it, and when I say to people, oh, I used to be this like toxic, whatever, they're like, no, you weren't. I'm like, go and ask my husband. He probably won't tell you because he's so, he's so kind and gentle with his words. And that's why I have him in my life because he is that kind, gentle person that just allows me to just be who I am and supports me along the way. And he's there to encourage me. And when I need that little, okay, you know, whatever, he's there and he's that person for me. But I was, I was very toxic. I was very angry and very mean and like just, yeah. And I, it was horrible. I didn't want to live that way, but it was just, you know, your upbringing, your childhood, all of those things, and not really knowing what was going on with me, all of that stuff. And just to, um, just to, to get out of that and to be able to find that laughter and that joy within myself and know Mm -hmm. that I can't find it anywhere else. I can't get it somewhere outside of me. I have to get it inside. It's right here inside of me. That's where it lives. That's what I choose every day when I wake up. I still have bad days. Um, I actually talked to my, my mom on the phone one day and I, she said, oh, I haven't talked to you in a few days. And I said, well, mom, I'm just, I'm just too grumpy right now. I don't want to talk. And she's like, well, aren't you allowed to be grumpy? And I'm like, no, do you not know that I am the giggle guru? I'm not allowed to be grumpy. 
And she was like, I think you're human. And I was like, oh yeah, I am. I'm human, right? But I, I, put, I, I put this label on me that I was this thing and I, then I became in this box. So this whole thing is all the process, it's all the journey. It didn't happen overnight. I've been doing laughter yoga for five years. And prior to that, I was two years in the dark sludge trying to figure out how to get out of this. Like it was not an easy process. Like, but people see you on the other side and they go, Oh yeah, that must've been easy for you. Mm, no, <laughs> it wasn't. Oh, I know. And, and I can, I can relate to that too, as somebody who uh, is also a warrior of depression, anxiety, a little OCD in there as well. I can mm -hmm. totally relate. So and I love that you said that instead of saying I have. You stopped saying I have. <laughs> I've stopped saying I have and mm -hmm. I am more, I'm in recovery mode, if you will. <laughs> and, but it's hard, right? You do have days where you're still down in that shit. Like, mm -hmm. and it's a struggle to get out and people don't realize they're just looking on the surface thinking, oh, these, these ladies have their shit together. Mm. No, we don't. We don't like there's days where it's like deep and dark and there's other days where it's super light and super happy. So that's just the way it goes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think that a lot of times on social media, we get all this like positive, 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 because everybody wants that. Nobody mm -hmm. wants the dark sludgy stuff, but in all honesty, I think there's a balance there. And sometimes I show my dark sludgy stuff. Sometimes I don't. Mm -hmm. um, sometimes I allow myself to be like, I'm pretty vulnerable, but my, my height of vulnerability is when I'm crying because I don't cry. It's just like, I got this tough bitch attitude stuff that I just don't want to, I don't want to like let people see that part of me. Cause that's like, that's my extreme vulnerability. Yeah, right. It happens. And I have allowed myself to be there and show people that, you know what, this is, this is who I am. This is the authentic me. And, and it just is what it is. Um, and it isn't always like rainbows and sunshine on my side. There's things, there's days where it's not, and that's okay. You know, yeah. I don't have to wake up every day smiling and be like, oh, it's so chipper and awesome. Like if I say the four letter word to you and somebody's like, how you doing? I'm like, fine. Okay, good. If I say any four letter word, any of my friends know, ooh, nah. She doesn't <laughs> use four letter words. Not those kind. Anyway. <laughs> um, so like, it's just not, that doesn't mean I am. That means I am just coasting. I am okay. Like I am, I'm there, but I, mm -hmm. When somebody asks me how I'm doing, I'm like, I am so fantastic. And they're like, what is going, because I want to be fantastic. I want to be at this, this vibrational level that makes mm -hmm. me feel so, so awesome. Like, I feel like, man, if I didn't have like something stuck to the bottom of my feet to glue me down, I'd be flying. Like, I just feel, you know, this vibration and that's where I want to be, but I can't be there all the time. It's not oh. realistic. I'm a human. And I do have days where I'm just, I'm okay. And doesn't mean that I'm bad. It just means that I'm just right there. And I think that's really important because I know we've talked about it before, but that's authenticity mm -hmm. is no one is ever that. And anybody who says they are, I call mm -hmm. bullshit. I call yeah. serious bullshit. <laughs> because you just, you can't be. And, yeah. and so, and, but I think having all these tools, like, and again, and I think we've talked about this too. It's not about trying to fix yourself. It's not about trying to change that mood, but it's about trying to lift yourself, I guess. Yeah. Um, and and it, so having these tools of fun and play 
can help you lift you out of that mood, but it's not about fixing it and hiding that mood. It's about honoring that you just don't want to feel that way. It's there and it's okay, but I don't want to feel that way anymore. So yeah. yeah. I love it. When you do laughter uh, yoga and you do it every day and you, you get up in the morning and you're like, you know what? I'm just having a crappy day. Like I just, I, I fell asleep in a crappy mood. I woke up in a crappy mood because you marinate in those thoughts all night. So you wake up and then you go to bed. And so you wake up and you're still feeling that way. It, you go in and you do your little laughter yoga session with yourself. And it doesn't mean you're going to come out of there and you're going to be like, man, I feel so fantastic. Like you're not going to be that, but you might just have just enough of a shift to be able to look at the world in a different way. Not everything's gray. There's going to be a, a different color. It's not going to be a bright, huge, beautiful, sunshiny day, but the color is going to be different. The way you react to situations will be different. It's just so powerful. I just, I can't even stress enough how much power laughter has. And if you just bring it into your day a little bit every morning to start your day, it will really make a huge shift for you. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where we should assign homework we should assign yeah. homework to our listeners take how angelique how long five minutes two minutes yeah not even you don't even need five minutes like if you if you have five minutes great it might seem like a lot when you first start but just just simply get up in the morning and um go to your mirror in your bedroom or whatever look in the mirror and look at yourself and go all right take a deep breath in and then exhale, you become present in this moment and you look in the mirror and you just imagine something funny. So imagine you get a phone call first thing in the morning, you put your fake phone up to your ear and you're on the phone and somebody's telling you a funny story and then you just go, oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> and just, if you can look in the mirror, look in the mirror, if you can't, that's okay. You know, it's just nice to have a reflection back looking at you laughing, right? And you just laugh. <laughs> way and if you can just start with that start with that and then you know do some nice deep breathing maybe do an affirmation to just say i am i'm in the process of being playful you know something like that and uh and then just go off with your day if you're interested in doing more than one laughter yoga you can always contact me i have a a, a, i call it my power 5 a.m little laughter routine that I do. Um, I don't do it every day. Sometimes I switch it up because I got lots of tools in my toolbox to do that. But I do have that, that I'm happy to give to any of your listeners if they want to send me a message. I can, I can send them over a copy of that and, um, and they can start to do that in the morning. And it's just really simple, easy things. Like I pretend that I'm brushing my teeth and someday my toothbrush is really, really tiny and I brush my teeth. <laughs> make different laughter sounds or be whimsical and I look at my hair and go oh great bad hair day and you know I just laugh about that and just laugh about things like that to start my day and um and then it really helps to 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 shift that perspective that's happening throughout the day I love awesome. it I love it yes so there's I'm- your homework folks take some time first thing in the morning and laugh and mm-hmm. um of course, you can come and join. I'm definitely yes. doing this, the five-day yeah. challenge or the five-day play. I don't know what did you call it, a challenge? Permission to be playful. Yep, it's a challenge. Permission to be playful. I love See, it. See, it's even scaring me to say that. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love that 
that I, I really want you to, to be aware when you do this, when you start on day one, and just in case I forget to, to mention this, when you start the, the uh, five days permission to play, to really take some time to feel where you, I know Terry, you feel stress when you say playfulness or play. Where yeah. do you feel that stress in your body when you say that? And then at the end, are you aware of that stress? Is it still there? Yeah. I'm, just, I know that this is exactly what I need. And I know this is, oh no, this is exactly what I want. And this is my definite next challenge, which I'm excited about. Um, so yeah, I'm excited. And if you guys are interested, we'll get you to put it on our Facebook page to join up. And yeah. Awesome. And maybe we should do a follow-up after you've done this. Maybe we should revisit this again and see where we're at. <laughs> we could do that. I love it. Angelique, thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us today. What you're doing is truly inspirational and we are honored to have you on the show and have you share your message. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank, thank you. you ladies so much. I'm so blessed to be here. I'm just, I'm bursting with gratitude for this opportunity to share with you all. So thank you so much. Awesome. awesome. Well, we will see you on Monday for sure. Okay. Sounds good. Have a great day. And for us, you can always find us on socials, Tara. Uh, TSW Life Coaching on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and LinkedIn. And me, Social Geek Marketing, at Facebook and Instagram. And Angelique, where can they find you? Facebook, we've got. Where else? Yeah, I'm on Instagram as well, Awaken Personal Enlightenment. I'm also on YouTube. I've got all kinds of laughter yoga videos over there. So go check them out. Fantastic. Thanks, guys, and have an awesome day. You too. Uh, there. <laughs>